Hello and welcome to Publishers Weekly Insider. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today we are going to talk about last night's National Book Critics Circle Award ceremony and to converse with us, we have Kate Tuttle, the outgoing president of the NBCC and longtime friend of mine. Kate, so glad you could join us. Thank you. It's great to be here. So this is your last year as the president of the NBCC. And how was this event? Just judging by what I saw standing in the back of room, it was filled, standing room only. It looked like a great event. Really, I, I say this every single time, great Books, great authors. Tell us a little bit about. It. Well, so you know, it's always um, one of my favorite nights of the year. It is. It's a beautiful event. It's celebratory. It's fun. The night before, we have the readings of the finalists, and that is kind of mind blowing and heart expanding and beautiful. And then the night of the awards is just. It's a great celebration of of books and writers and readers and critics. Last night, I thought, was really marked by how uh, how frequently people in their acceptance speeches talked about community. Mm. Um, we gave the Ivan Sandroff Lifetime Achievement Award to a small bilingual press in Texas called Arte Publico Press. And it was received by about five staff members, including the founding editor. And they took turns giving different parts of the acceptance speech. And it it was just a beautiful, beautiful event. Um, they talked about community. They talked about how, uh, you know, nobody writes alone and sort of we're all in this together. It was, it was incredibly moving. Yeah, I saw that there. And I would think it was the first time that I saw and it looked like the entire publication staff right. on stage. And, and it was really nice. And going to your sense, you know, your, your thought of community, you're right. It was echoing throughout. And before we get to the awards, I just want to talk because I know the NBCC presents two other awards. That was the uh, Ivan Sandroff Lifetime Achievement Award. Let's talk about the other two. So the other two awards are the Nona Balakian Citation for Excellence in Reviewing, and that is given to a book reviewer, um, which is you know, maybe the only award given to a book reviewer that, that I know of, and it's, it's really a lovely thing. This year it went to Maureen Corrigan, who is the book reviewer on Fresh Air on WHYY in Philadelphia, and she also writes for newspapers, Wall Street Journal and, and, and elsewhere. Um, her speech was fantastic, too, because she talked about the sort of the path of her career and how many times people uh, might have told her, you know, this is not a great idea and uh, newspapers are dying and radio is dying. And, you know, as, uh, as Elizabeth Warren said, still she persisted. And that was a lovely celebration of her. And then the other award that we give is the John Leonard Prize for a first book in any genre. And it went this year to Tommy Orange, who is a Native American novelist, for his debut novel, There, There. There, There takes its title from the Gertrude Stein quote about Oakland, California. There's no there there. And Oakland is Tommy's hometown. And uh, it's a terrific book. So it was really fun to be able to honor it in that way. Oh, that's great. So just talking about Maureen Corrigan, was this the first time? I think this is the first time that we've, that the NBCC has honored a critic uh, who's notable form is not necessarily writing, who's best known as a um, reviewer on radio. I mean, that, that's really interesting. I think that might be true. I haven't gone back and looked, but um, 
of course, she still writes her reviews, right? right. She said that the, the typical book review on Fresh Air is 770 words. So she, she knows exactly like what her parameters are as a writer. She talked a lot about how radio is a really intimate form of, of media and how people listen to the radio, you know, they're doing their dishes, they're driving their car, they're, they're shaving their legs, you know, they're doing whatever. And she said you, you have to be a really intimate and warm storyteller to kind of get people where they live with the radio. You're going in through their ears. Um, she's a master at that craft of the relatively short book review and the very intimate kind of a friend of a friend told me kind of book review. Um, and she's a master at that craft. You know, I, and it makes me want to go back and listen to her. I do enjoy listening to her reviews on uh, on NPR. So talking about what you brought up, the sense of community, the first award went to poetry, uh, Ada Limon. And what struck me, I think it was the first time she, you know, she thanked Everyone who went before her, mm. including her grandfather, who was the first mm-hmm. Mexican to graduate from San Diego San State. San Diego State, exactly. Yeah. And then she thanked everyone. She, like an almost. She a thanked her mother. It was like a litany. She said she thanked all the other women uh, who were nominated alongside her. She thanked. She said maybe even all the other women who published a book this year. She said I've never done anything alone. And there was something really moving, I thought, about how she she gave that credit. Not that she isn't a brilliant artist doing her own work, but that she's a brilliant artist doing her own work in a context in which other people help her, which is true of all of us. Um, and and it, I think it came through in a lot of the speeches last night. It was beautiful. And then in criticism, the, the winner was someone who's known mostly for her fiction right. and has been a finalist in other categories, I believe, in, in for fiction at the NBCC. So yeah. that's uh, Zadie Smith. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Zadie's kind of a rock star in the literary world. She's um, she's a brilliant writer who can work in multiple genres. Um, her criticism is really spectacular because she is bold and daring and unafraid to uh, to take on all kinds of subjects from the highest to the lowest. Um, one of the essays in the book is about Justin Bieber. And she's just, she is just smart and entertaining and always thought-provoking. So that's what we wanted in criticism. And talking about thought-provoking, I mean, and this is, is this the first time in autobiography that it was a graphic memoir that won? I think we've nominated one before. We're talking about Nora Krug's Belonging. We are. And you know what? I think we gave it to Alison Bechtel's Fun Home. Yeah. So I don't know if it's our first. However... The Nora Krug uh, graphic memoir, Belonging, is a really unique and special book because it's not just drawn. She also uses images like photographic images of items she found in thrift stores. She, uh, she uses maps and newspapers and photographs, everything. It is a collage. It's a scrapbook. Um, it's a beautiful object and it's a beautiful book. And so, biography. So, when I was on the board, I, uh, the, the next three, autobiography, biography, and nonfiction, were the categories that I was in. They are huge, huge, sometimes unwieldy categories. They're my categories. And they are those your are my, categories. Are exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we have uh, Christopher Bananos, uh, who's the uh, senior editor at uh, New York Magazine, with his biography of Ouija, a uh, book called Flash. And this looked like there was some really great uh, 
books in here. Uh, one that I enjoyed was Mark Lampster's The Man in the Glass. Mm-hmm. And I always been a huge fan of uh, Jane Levy and this one was on uh, Babe Ruth and of course just so I don't not name anyone just because I hadn't read it Craig Brown's 99 Glimpses of uh, Princess Margaret of course which I handled the review of it here and and Yun Tae Hong's um, Inseparable right. yeah um, which is a biography of Chang and Eng Butler the Siamese twins um, it was a fascinating category one of the things that all five books had in common is that in some ways, all five of them meditate on the idea of celebrity. Um, mm. Each of these people were sort of famous, right. uh, not always in ways they could control, in particular Princess Margaret, you know, who was sort of born famous uh, and the way it ruined her life. Ouija, on the other hand, made himself famous. He wanted to be Ouija the famous, and the Christopher Bonanno's um, biography of him is just a stunning and beautiful piece of work. And in his uh, acceptance speech. He talked about thanking the um, the freelancers, the kind of gritty, right. underpaid. He said the people on the fringe, and I think that that spoke to so many of us, uh, particularly book critics. You know, a lot of us don't make a lot of money. Most of us are freelancing, and and there are fewer and fewer of us. And there are fewer and fewer of us. <laughs> so it was a really that was like a really moving and beautiful speech. And talking about huge categories, these are often huge books, general nonfiction. Right. Uh, this one went to Steve Cole, director at S, the CIA and America's Secret Wars in Afghanistan and uh, Pakistan. So apparently, so Steve Cole is a, a New Yorker staff writer and he also teaches at Columbia. This book, what's well, a huge book, it is eminently readable, even though it contains, I think he interviewed something like 500 people. So there are tons and tons of people, tons and tons of facts, a lot of detail, Um, but he weaves it together in a really good narrative. Um, And it's about kind of this horrible uh, kind of shadow war that's been going on ever since September 11th with the spy services in, in Pakistan. Yeah, and this was one thing that also jumped out at me was uh, the Francisco Cantu yeah. uh, about what's going on in our country right now. And then uh, along the same line, Lawrence Wright, God Save Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there are there are books in that category that talk about topics that are of of interest now. And I think they're topics that are going to be with us for a while especially thinking about what's happening on our southern border, the humanitarian crisis there, people who are trying to come here for a better life. Um, And then also Lawrence Wright's book about Texas, which is a state that, you know, frankly, people in New York might not think a lot about, but it's the fastest growing state in the nation. It is filled with a really diverse population. It's growing bigger every day, and it's worth paying attention to, as Lawrence Wright asks us to do. And finally, fiction. And I have to say, I can't remember a time when, uh, I'm going to talk about the publisher, Grey Wolf has either not been nominated or won at least one category. (laughs) Yeah, they're amazing. And so they're the American publisher of Anna Burns' book, Milkman. Um, She is, of course, British, and the book is set in Northern Ireland during the Troubles in the 1970s. Um, You know, it's a modernist book. It's... it's, uh, it's a little bit elliptical. It's slightly difficult, although I don't think it's as difficult as people wanted to say that it was. It's quite readable. Um, it's a beautiful, formally interesting, and um, kind of stunningly modern book. So we were delighted to be able to honor it. Wonderful. 
So, you know, after the high of last night, uh, the celebration last night, today, today marks a change for you as, yeah. uh, and I imagine it's bittersweet. Like, I know how much work uh, we, we board members, judges, but as the president of the National Book Critics Circle, I know it, it's just an amazing amount of work just dealing with and being a liaison for all the various uh, categories and judges and board he- you know, and heads and everyone else who's involved on you know, the various officers. How how is that feeling for you? <laughs> um, you know, I have really loved it. I um I've I've often said it's a labor of love. I mean it is I love it, but it is labor and I am uh somewhat relieved to be done with it and to be passing the torch. The new president this year is Lori Herzl, who's books Oh fantastic. Yeah, she's great. great. And so she's books editor at the at the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune. Great. She's Tough as nails, a veteran journalist, a, a brilliant writer, a great critic. So I think we, uh, I feel like I leave off in good hands. And I'm still on the board for two more years. So oh, I, great. Okay, I'll be, good. I'll be around. So I just want to talk a little bit about your legacy as you go. I mean, you've you've increased through the Treasury. I, I think you've brought up the, the contributions, uh, the wealth of the – we say wealth lightly for the NCC. Yeah. But you've Small upped wealth. that. But still. But then also uh, the various events. You've, you've had you – know, you, there, there are more events now. And also – Technology with our well technologist here, uh, David Varno, um, things are moving really smoothly on the site in ways mm. that uh, I mean, even up, uh, you know, even you know, paying membership dues, you've got a whole new system. So you've you've done a lot to make it much more accessible for other book critics of various stages in their career, uh, and also just for the general uh, reader. Yeah, so I mean, I feel really proud of the work that we've been able to do in the last couple of years. It's not just me. There are so many really incredible people on the board. And I think that we're really mindful that we are an organization that not only does these awards every year, which is very important, but we also serve a membership of several hundred book critics. And it's really important for us to to stay in touch with what do people need. And some of that involves publishing their work on our website. Some of that involves helping people connect with one another. Some of that involves hosting panel discussions. So I feel really proud of the work that we've done in the last couple of years. And I'm sure it'll continue under Lori. I'm sure it will. And I'm also glad to know that you're going to be there for the next couple of years. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So we've been talking with outgoing uh, president of the National Book Critics Circle, Kate Tuttle. Kate, thank you so much for talking with us. Thanks for having me. And now we're going to leave you with a clip from last night's ceremony. And this was the uh, part of the acceptance speech by Zadie Smith for her book, Feel Free, uh, which got the award for criticism. First of all, thank you so much. Um, I'd like to say thank you to Nick Laird for sharing so much from, for, with me, willingly and unwillingly. Um, including the title of his poetry book, Feel Free, which I would also like to apologize for stealing. Um, And I'd like to remember Bob Silvers, who was the late editor of the New York Review, for whom I wrote many of these essays. He was a model of rigor, of clarity, of engagement. He made you a better writer, deletion by deletion, query by query. The first essay I ever wrote for him was about Kafka, and a line from The Judgment always reminds me of him. It's the bit when the father leaps up out of bed and says to his son, now you know what existed outside of you. Until now, you were only aware of yourself. 
Bob knew how to prompt writers, easily some of the most narcissistic people on earth, <laughs> to think outside of and beyond themselves, to consider the work of other writers and artists, the politics of other places, the struggles of other peoples, and the past itself, which is always other by definition. I miss him, and I thank you. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to PW Insider on iTunes, and we'll see you next week.